Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. Oh, yes, indeed. The immortal sounds. What's going on, Marvin Gaye? You know, it's the 50th anniversary, and here for the Toonsmith series, I want to give honor to Marvin Gaye. How did Motown become political? You know, one of the pledges Ronald Reagan made in his campaign for governor of California in 1966 was to clamp down on political demonstrations on the state's college campuses. University of California, Berkeley was a haven of communist sympathizers, protesters, and sex deviants. People's Park, adjacent to and owned by Berkeley, was a regular venue for these demonstrations. On May 15th, 69, an anti-rally, anti-war rally escalated into a situation, and Governor Reagan ordered the police and the National Guard to disperse the crowd. In full riot gear, they did just that. Badges concealed, bayets fixed, shotguns discharged, many injuries, and one fatality. The incident became known as Bloody Thursday, and the Four Tops, one of Motown's premier groups, were on a West Coast tour, and their bus got caught up in that traffic jams caused by the disturbances. Thus, Ronaldo, Obi Benson, the Tops' bass singer, had a ringside seat from which he witnessed the mayhem. What's happening, he thought. It wasn't just this event, of course. Amid the escalation of the Vietnam War, the U.S. in the 1960s was a recurring nightmare of riots and assassinations. Benson, a songwriter, as well as a singer, had an idea for a song. Back in Detroit, itself the scene of severe riots in 67, Benson discussed the notion of a song with his housemate, Al Cleveland, and together they wrote, What's Going On? It was offered to Benson's own group, the Four Tops, who declined on the grounds that they didn't do protest songs. Offered it. To Marvin Gaye. Even by Motown's stratospheric standards, Gaye was astonishingly successful with numerous solo hits, labels go-to male lead for a succession of duets with Mary Wells, Kim Weston, and Tammy Terrell. Member of Motown's hierarchy, married to founder and owner Barry Gordy's sister, his moodiness and sensitivity were vital parts of his appeal. Gay loved Benson and Cleveland's songs, suggested he produce it for another group, the Originals, but Benson promised Gay a cut of the royalties if he cut the record himself, and Gay accepted. He augmented the lyric with some of his own observations. His brother Frankie had seen a lot of action in Vietnam, and the stories he told moved Marvin Gaye to tears. The war made its way into the lyric. Gay pulled every string in recruiting the cream of Motown City's talent to create a majestic single. Motown's incomparable house band, the Funk Brothers, were on sizzling form. The song was a lament. Rather than anger, it expressed anguish, accentuated by Gay's double-track vocals, instruments weaving in and out of the mix, accompanied by the sound of bystanders, chit-chat. Hey man, what's happening? Gone was the thunderous Motown beat, replaced by a languid, lollopy, mellow rhythm. Gay even threw in some old-fashioned scat and was all held together by the sublime bass guard, guitar of Motown's master, James Jamerson's. Gay's, Gay's brother-in-law didn't like it, to put it mildly. Barry Gordy was not heavy. The worst thing I ever heard in my life, he said. Always wary of political dabbling. His preferences in 1970 were for the diva his lover, Diana Ross, in a promotion of the Jackson 5. He thought Gay was committing career suicide, singing about picket lines and brutality. Gordy refused to release the record. Gay refused to record anything else going on strike. Board members of the Quality Control Board also resisted release. Gay eventually wrangled the record onto the market without Gary's knowledge in 
no January of 1971. It was a worldwide hit, selling two million copies. Success forced Gordy to allow Gay to produce his own records. And you know, this is really a crucial break for Motown. Becoming political. You know, the 1957 U.S. special has turned over. That means, of course, we've got to be able to thank all of the fans, the listeners, inspirations, Michael, Steph, Sylvia, Megan, Mom, Dad, Rip, Dr. Kramer, Jeffrey, Sue, Neil, Kelly, Ryan, Chuck, Cormac, Carlos, Gabor, Lugnut, Larry, Murray the K, Cousin Brucie, Herb, Oscar, Anderson, Jason, Eric, Mark, and Allison. Thanks, everybody, for listening. The 50th anniversary of Motown's Marvin Gaye. What's going on? When I played this for my students, you know what they all say. It sounds like they just released it yesterday. This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears. Deus Volk.